Hello everybody, Denise here, independent consultant with Tastefully Simple, and this is my podcast number six, and in the last few podcasts, I have been talking about how things changed in my business and my life since 2017, and I had mentioned that that was a very difficult year for me. I had personal and business losses. It seemed to all happen at once. And one of the losses was the direct sales company I had been with since 2014 decided to stop doing direct sales. And I had a very positive experience with that company. So it was just on top of two other losses in my life. And it was sort of the icing on the cake. So one day I was driving around and I got a call from the owner of the company and she let me know that they were going to go out of direct sales. And I kind of saw it coming. I was noticing some changes, like they were no longer doing their weekly Facebook lives and trainings. And I suspected something was happening. And I actually at one point sent her a private message and said, is there something happening? And she just was not able to tell me at the time, which I totally respect. And I also respect that she personally called me to let me know that things were changing. But it just added to the trauma of that year because I started the year with a personal loss and then my dance production company uh, completely came to a halt at the time. And as you heard in yesterday's podcast, that's starting to pick up again. And I did share some of the reasons it is. And one of the main reasons is I'm starting to delegate what I was doing in that company. So it had to do with having other people do work for me rather than doing it all myself. So what I want to focus on today is the fact that I was with a direct sales company that went out of the direct sales business. Now they are still in business. I had the option of staying on in an affiliate, which I chose to do because I had so many customers. So about once a month, I still put in an order for my customers, but I just felt that I would have to sell such a high volume to make any money from it. And I just feel like there's so much leverage as far as earning income in the direct sales business. And when I say direct sales business, you can also say network marketing. Um, So I'm using them interchangeably. But the reason I prefer that as a way of doing business is not only do you earn commissions on what you sell, um, but you also earn money on a team that you build. So you can actually have people out there on your team selling and you're making money and you're not doing the work. Uh, They're part of doing the work and bringing in the income. And they're doing their work. They're not working for you. But as they produce, you get an income. So there's just a lot of, um, oh, there's a word for it. I can't think of it right now. But also, um, I specifically chose to go with a company that has a party plan. So we have a hostess package. And so when I host part, when people host parties, they get free and half price products that actually come from the company. So those specials do not come out of my pocket. 
And I find for me, as far as the sales activity that I personally do where I have to be there, <laughs> is um, doing parties is my highest income earner. So um, I just wanted to share in looking back at this, I think it's very important to be very careful if you're considering going with a direct sales company. I think there's some things to keep in mind when investigating a direct sales company to go into. So first of all, I would say the number one thing is the product that you're selling has to resonate with you. So it has to be something that you're passionate about. And the reason I went with Tastefully Simple is I am a foodie, but I don't like spending a lot of time in the kitchen. And honestly, I'm really lazy when it comes to cooking. But I love to entertain and I love doing events. So I felt that it really fit my personality um, because I had already been using their food for a couple of years before I joined as a consultant. Also, you have to resonate with the company culture. Um, it's very important to look at their comp plan and see if that's something that you could see yourself earning either a part-time or full-time income with. And also check to see if they have incentives, perks, and recognition. Because that is one of the things I love about direct sales companies is you know, some of them have cars, uh, they have trips, uh, they have different perks. You know, if you earn a certain amount and there's recognition for different levels of achievement, and that's important, it's what kind of motivates you. Also in the direct sales company you're looking at, what kind of education and training are you going to get? And how is it delivered? Is it online, in person, through Facebook? Um, everybody's different, so or sometimes it's through conference calls, so that's important. And also, another one of the most important things is how long have they been in business? So yes, a lot of people start with a startup, but I think, personally, I think direct sales is, is um, whether it's for the consultant or the company starting it, it is definitely not a get-rich-quick scheme. And some companies start and they just don't have the kind of um, success and they decide to go into a different mode of marketing their business. So I would say at minimum, um, and again, you know, this depends on different factors, but I would say make sure the company's been around for at least five years and also look at how many consultants they have and how many are active um, I'm sure there are ways that you can tell that. I, I don't know exactly, but with the company I joined, they only had about 500 consultants. And probably, you know, in most companies, I'm sure there's an average as far as how many are successful or actually working the business. Um, but one of the things that really surprised me is when I went to their conference, there was only 20 people there. So those were probably the people that were only the most active. So I don't know what that percentage is right now mathematically, but um, I don't know what the average is across the board. And you could probably find out a lot of these statistics from the Direct Selling Association. And that is another important point. Uh, what are the ethics of the company? 
I would look them up on Facebook and places like Ripoff Report to see if they've had any bad publicity. Um, you know, a lot of companies have, but, you know, I wouldn't let one or two angry people drive you away, but just kind of get a feel for their reputation in the market and check them out with the Direct Selling Association. And it, I do feel like it's important that they're a member because the Direct Selling Association does hold these companies. Um, they do have to, you can't just apply and pay and become a member. You have to be vetted. So if you are considering a career in direct sales, I hope these pointers help. Um, I would say the company I went with had most of these, but the only thing I should have considered that I didn't was how many consultants they have. It was a great company. I had a great experience with them. And like I said, I'm still working with them um, on the side, <laughs> but um, I have decided to go with another company who is actually in direct sales because as I've mentioned before, that is my preferred way of doing business. And I've mentioned the reasons at the beginning of this call. In addition, in addition to what I already spoke about, which has to do with the fact that there's um, so many different ways to make income, is I do like the flexibility and the fact that I'm working on my own. I don't have a boss, but if I do need support, uh, there's all sorts of leaders and different people in the company. And I like that nobody's telling me how much I can earn. So on that note, if you have any questions, you're welcome to, I, I know there's a way to submit a question through the podcast, but that is my thought for the evening. And I will quote unquote, see you tomorrow.